welcome to another episode of Driving to the Res with your favorite hosts, Penelia and Larry. Yes. Good job, babe. We did good that time. Did you have a nice weekend? It was a very interesting weekend. Um, kind of nice, yeah, I would say it's nice. It was nice, yeah. Learning how to live off the grid. Yeah, off the grid is interesting. I'm okay with dealing with my own water supply and I'm okay with dealing with a kind of porta potty thing. I'm okay with the electricity, doing our own electricity. But it's been really difficult to be off grid and work because I work online and that's been kind of tough because we didn't have internet at all. Yeah, we got our our three days of darkness early. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not quite because we still had a little bit of cell phone service from Canada, which allowed us to like open emails and things, but I wasn't able to work on my documents online or upload or download videos or anything like that so yeah so that's the part that we need to explore is how to function mm-hmm. offline yeah and be productive be able other, to be productive. other than ways of like cutting up pieces of tree and building fire <laughs> and putting yeah. a grate and cooking meat on mm-hmm. fire a lot of individuals pre-record everything and then they upload it and they also work on their documents offline yeah. which I might have to do going forward uh, but we had we already had some videos that we wanted to upload and we went to the wrong place to upload them so. oh yeah we got about 4% and then it went it died <laughs> I got a little message on my phone and said you've used up 0.5 gigabytes of your high speed data and we will no longer support your high speed use now you get slow and I mean slow is slow because they're not even talking about I uh, <laughs> I don't know what that's. I don't know about. what you can do with that slow. You can't do anything. No, not these days. No. Not even uh, email. Not a check a bit. text. Uh-huh. <laughs> I couldn't send a picture. So, so apart from that, I, I re- had a relaxing weekend. Um, not too relaxing on Saturday because I, that's usually one of my work days, right. and I couldn't finish my work, which was very frustrating. Yeah. Um, Sunday today and was we're recording this and um, we are leaving even though Sunday and Mondays are my day off we're going back to uh, online place so that we can work <laughs> so my week was a little bit off yeah you do like your schedules and yeah. everybody's used to when you're around and even when your scheduled days off are generally speaking you don't do too much day off because you're just, uh, I'm, I'm, you I'm like to, try, you, you like know. to product, you like to be productive all I the time. I do, yeah. I do try to take some time off. So I suppose it's a good thing in a way that we have no internet. Really well, it would there. have been great if it was on my days off. Right. That would have been fantastic. Yeah, we should have floating days off. When no, we go out there, it's, it's your day when off. When you have a team working with you, yeah. you can't have floating days off. You have to. They have to know when your days off are. Alrighty. A little bit better planning next time, I think, would have been better for me. So that would have been made my weekend a little bit nicer, right? If we started the the weekend Sunday and Monday, <laughs> rather than my work days. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it would be better next time. We did but bring our there. dog. We brought our dog out. She got yep. to do her job. Yeah, Lucy, first night. That was wild. That first night, yeah. 
Uh, we took her to the vet because she can't open her jaw very much. And I got a niggling to take her to the vet. We took her to the vet. The jaw is slightly sideways because of her short jaw and the teeth are pushing her sideways. But they couldn't find anything wrong with the x-rays and examination. There's no inflammation or anything stuck there. It's not dislocated or anything. So we are as wise now as we were before. <laughs> that seemed like... I honestly, when she was laying uh, next to the camper, it looked like it was she was yawning normal now. I know. So it may be that when she got uh, put out, and then the doctor the vet was manipulating her jaw. her jaw around, it was dislocated, and she put, put it back, it back in the spot, in. Yeah. and now it's fine. That's a feeling I had when I saw her yawning this morning. It's like, oh. Does it open okay. up wide? Yeah. I looked at her, and I was like, oh. whoa, Lucy, what'd you do? Yeah, it was good. It was so, good. Uh, could be. I can't wait to try the browns gas on her to oh, yeah, heal her too. all up. I can't wait for that. Mm -hmm. We used her uh, prosthetic a few times. First time it's not fitted that well. Second time I really worked harder to get it fit correctly. And uh, it seemed like it functioned better. But we need to take her back and have I think it refitted. She needs, I think it needs refitted. It just doesn't fit correctly. No, it doesn't. The end of her stump is wider than mm -hmm. the thingy is. Mm -hmm. So, work, work, in progress. work in progress. But Oh my God! Was, was she really so nice. happy to have a job? Yeah, she because was we're out in the wilderness, right? Uh huh. And uh, she was put on a long cable, so she had a lot of room to run and check things out. Mm -hmm. She went, what about a hundred feet away from the camper spot and laid down. You know, well, not laid down, <laughs> but you know, she laid down with her head up and yeah. started to guard. Yes. She was looking, she was working, looking, looking, working girl. looking, trying to establish what's normal and. Exactly. What's not? And oh my gosh, that first night. <laughs> oh my gosh, she barked so hard for so long. I didn't get a wink of sleep. Not a wink. And then I got up, I switched off all the lights outside, you and told she went her to, to sleep. go to bed, remember? Yeah. Lucy, go, go to bed. And she did, and she went to sleep, man. And the next day she was exhausted. Yeah. Been working all night. I thought she was dead. She, you thought she was dead. <laughs> she was laying there in the dirt, way over there, and I not moving a muscle I walked by her and she didn't move a muscle even then I was like oh my gosh oh, no. she must have had a reaction to that medicine or something that yeah. knocked her out but no she was fine she was laughing at me she growled she didn't recognize me at first yeah but uh, today we we're bushwhacking remember yeah she loved that and we were looking for a spot looking for a new place for our camper so we can uh, settle you down know, settle in where we really want it to be mm -hmm. maybe because the first place that you pick is, you know, what do we pick? The most um, convenient one to get to. <laughs> yeah. So that's where we are right now, sort of plunk. This is convenient. <laughs> and now we need to go back with a lawnmower, mow our grass, because it has grass there. It should be really nice when we finish yeah, it. Yeah, snip a few trees, do a little bit of massaging, a little bit of landscaping, and then I yeah. think we'll have a nice spot picked. I think so too. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. That's going to be nice. It is nice. And remember what we found? Our twin cedars. Triple cedars. <laughs> twin triples. Twin, twin triplets. Twin triplets, yeah. Yeah, well, that was kind of nice. And a couple of the other Fossil Beach people showed up. And they got to see the most magnificent sunset of oh, ever. Yeah. The sunset's the, gorgeous there. Did you see the pictures, honey? Oh, I did. They're beautiful. They were nice. Really nice. They'll probably get shared on Talk With Me Now if uh, we're talking into it. I hope it. so, yeah. you got to see them. So beautiful. 
which kind of brought us to what's next because we're kind of like experimenting with off the grid stuff a little bit which is educational I mean the neat, neat, neat part for me is that uh, I think I might have said it before I had no idea how you dig a well I know we have a well mm-hmm. at the Shaman Shack yeah. and I went out there and I lifted up the thingy because water wasn't working one day and I pulled on this there's a pipe in there <laughs> inside of a pipe and I'm pulling on this pipe on a pipe and it sticks way up in the air and I what the heck is all this stuff in here <laughs> and now um, now after doing some uh, some research research yeah. I understand it and it isn't that complicated no it's not complicated at all we can dig it our own well our own self mm-hmm. and uh, have water come up and you know we could probably yes. get it tested but Probably it'll be fine. I think tested is a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'll test it by drinking it. Oh, or do no, we test no, it on no. the dogs first? No, no, no. We're taking it to that store that tests water. <laughs> oh, yeah. did They did have one. Farm store, right? Yeah. Yeah. And our electricity, I ordered a couple of... Uh, a couple of... Uh, batteries? Advanced type batteries that have lots of amp hours. They were on good sale. And a solar power inverter, like generator system, that was also on sale and not very expensive. So, mm-hmm. plus we have our gas generator. But we do, yeah. And we have some batteries and inverters, and you know, plenty of things to experiment with. We have the possibility of doing some water power. Our neighbor has a water generator, mm-hmm. and Defossil Beach has uh, good running water and a lot of altitude change. So, yes, we can experiment with that. Yep. We'll See have what's lots convenient. Of what works. Different times of the year, we'll have different sources of power. Yeah, but as it is right now, we don't have any lack of power. No, we don't. I uh, just run the generator once in a while for an hour or two, unless it's really late at night and it's uh, we don't have Lucy. <laughs> In which case, it runs till it runs out of gas. That was not good. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That was not good. <laughs> I didn't want to go out there. It was too dark. <laughs> and it's too far away. Yeah. And I need to do my fear processing on that. Yes, you do. Well, you know, PB is in a lot of help. <laughs> She's a she barks at the leaves when they're walking by. That's true. Yeah. So, I'm like, which ones should we be alert of, PB? Everything. Everything. All feet. Uh-huh. All moving things. All, all leaves. Yeah. All mice. All chipmunks. Oh, there was like uh, last night. Yeah. At around midnight, there was some sort of weasel or giant rat running around a couple of them <laughs> up and down the, the, the on the roof of the camper <laughs> and trying to scratch it. He was tra- scratching at things scratch, and scratch, biting scratching. at things. It's like, oh my gosh, what are we going to find there tomorrow morning? I, hope, I was hoping that you hadn't chewed through anything. I didn't notice anything on the roof. But he was trying to get in. He was definitely trying to get in. It probably yeah. smelled all the yummy, all yummy the foods, steaks yeah. and potatoes. We had uh, steaks on the fire last night. Yeah, we did. And uh, they actually cooked... Organic. Yeah, very nicely. Yeah. I was impressed. Yeah. And so was uh, everyone else. Yes. (laughs) But, oh, that brings to question, the question of, are you ready for this, well, they call it a pandemic? This planned pandemic yes. to be over, and uh, when you asked me that question, I was first was like, first you asked me, "Is the are you ready for the pandemic to be over?" And I'm like, 
I don't remember there were one starting really, but I understand what you're talking about. And the answer was at the time like, mm, no. No. <laughs> I kind of like some of the things that come with that pandemic. Like uh, our res is closed, which has its good points. It has its annoyances, but it also is nice to have your space to yourself, right? Kind of is, yes. Yeah, the lone wolf loves that stuff, let me tell you. Being a lone wolf? Man, and introverted. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, part about everybody wearing their masks, it's a little bit interesting and nice having them, people that have their masks on wearing their masks all over the place because you know, oh, I see. Yeah, you know how I to don't really need to bother with a bunch of conversation with yeah. you. <laughs> Unless when you come up to talk to me, you take that thing down. Right, right. And you're only wearing it, you know, out of whatever. Yeah, because the store You're not there it doing it because you're afraid you're going to die from something. You're doing it because eh, it was more convenient for you at that moment. Yeah, the store tells you whatever's... Yeah, now the store says you don't have to wear it. Uh-huh. If you got your, you know, what Yeah. Which is mighty nice. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of funny because so everybody thinks that, we had the. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, but it we is didn't nice. Have the, uh-huh. So they actually, it's actually kind of like if you're not wearing your mask, and everybody like, oh, oh they go, uh-huh. they're good. Yeah. They're really good people. Yeah, that's funny though. Except for the except for the other. Yeah. I don't it's know. so weird. We're confused. We're very confused. Literally, it's confusing. So it's when you ask confusing. if you want, are you ready for me over? I'm like, yeah, no, I don't know. No, I, don't no know. Yeah. I don't know. Parts of it, not other parts. Right. Yeah. But the biggest thing, you know, I know the biggest thing came to mind. What? It doesn't appear to me like those who are bringing about their planned things are done with it. They oh, might be done with. Not. They might be done with with whatever pandemic thing but I'm sure they got more oh no no, no. they're not done with the pandemic they're nowhere near it we're only like a quarter in oh my gosh a yes. quarter in yeah, are we gonna quarter be, in. are we gonna be back to masks again mm, I don't know about masks but I know there's a whole bunch of stuff that's gonna be happening around it jeez. Oh, so. where do we get gas again oh well I like Ooh, to get gas here's here. our gas place Okay, this gas place has no ethanol in the gas. In case you don't know about that. You want to uh, tell us about ethanol? Sure. Back in the day, they say ethanol is the greatest thing in the world. You can put it in the gas and it makes it last longer. It stretches oh. it because it's corn alcohol. But ethanol. it's not actually true, is it? Well, yeah. some of the things that are a problem with it is... I know that our, if we put it on a lawnmower, it breaks. Yeah, if you put the ethanol gas in your lawnmower, it breaks after a little while because the alcohol attracts water. Mm. And the water comes up because algae and stuff grows in the water. Oh, algae. Yeah, and it algae. clubs it. And if, <laughs> and if you get enough water in the carburetor thing, then the float that lets the gas come through. Blah, 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 blah. That doesn't open anymore because it's got water in the way and the water won't let the gas come okay. through and then it doesn't doesn't work. You have to clean the carburetor and all that stuff. Okay, we're going to take a little break while Plus, you put the gas in. Oh, no, I wasn't done. Okay, Plus, done. Okay. you turned a whole bunch of monoculture agriculture, like turn the knob to the top because you turn all this corn into gasoline. Which takes more gas to turn it into gas, which is weird. Well, it takes diesel. It takes diesel to turn it into gas. 
Well, it kind of messes power? things up because monoculture, yeah. agriculture at a giant scale, it's, it's just bad not. For us. It's bad just, for the environment, bad for everybody. Maybe. It's really just not good for very many mm. people or things. It's not good for worms, not good for beetles, it's not good for butterflies. Butterflies. It's not even good for the farmer. Nope. I was mm. watching the corn farmer boys and they tell, yep, we get a million dollars a year and we spend a million, two hundred thousand. So they go backwards two hundred thousand every time they make a million. Wow. Except for every now and then. When they get the perfect storm and maybe they make an extra million dollars and that's going to last them until through all the lost years. Wow. So it ain't all peaches and cream for them either. They're just kind of like stuck in there. This is what I do, sort of like fishing. Mm. Are you pausing me, honey? Yeah, I'm pausing you, honey. Okay, pause. Pause. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Well, that break didn't last very long because the gas station... The machines aren't on. It's almost like we're really off-grid. <laughs> a lot of our, of our off-grid stuff is run by gas, so <laughs> we're kind of a little... We're kind of on-grid, off-grid, right? Yeah, we're not completely off-grid. We have propane, which keeps our refrigerator cold, and we have gas, which runs our generator. But we mm. do have a solar generator coming. That's good. And uh, we got to see how long and how well that lasts in our environment. Mm-hmm. And we, like I said before, we got to go check with our neighbor about that water power thing. He has one up Oh, yeah, he does, yeah. want to see what that's all about. Yeah. And uh, so what my question was earlier was, what's next? Are you ready for the pandemic to be over? And I'm like, I don't know. It depends on what comes next. Are we out of the fire, fire the uh, frying pan and into the fire? Or what are we doing here? Is it the aliens and more disease? Oh, about it, the alien stuff? Yeah. Funnily enough, I called it, right? You called it. Yeah, you July really did. or something. June, Ju June, July. June, July. They're going to start, maybe, they're going to start bringing the alien equation in. as a threat, aerial threat, they call it. Uh, it's all, most, the aerial threat part is just human ships that they've been keeping hiding, technology, whatever. Um, but anyways, apparently this week or last week, I can't remember when it was, uh, 60 Minutes, which is a show that a lot of people watch and it's like mainstream, like the core of mainstream. The core, yep. Um, they did a, a show on UFOs from 20 years ago, like sightings from 20 years ago by some military people and they had a show. I haven't watched it. But it's really funny, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a scary one, and they ha they call it aerial threats. I haven't seen it, so I don't know if they did it, but it's a start. They're starting to put it into the mainstream now. Yeah. What do you think about that? <laughs> well, I think that you called it right on, and I think it's interesting, too, that the, they did the Coronavirus Relief Act, remember, a couple million trillion? No. A bunch of trillion dollars, and in it they said that the government the Senate, to whomever, I don't know, have to release all the UFO data by July something, I guess. June yeah, something. That's perfect timing to schedule it in, huh? And it's a strange thing to include in the coronavirus bill, but it isn't so strange if it is actually related to the plants, right? Mm -hmm. Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't that convenient? Because yeah. it could be like one of those look at red herring, you know, look over here while we do this other thing. Nobody's going to pay attention to the corona stuff because they're going to be looking at the UFO stuff. It could be as simple as that. Okay. Or vis-a-vis. Vis-a-vis. Nobody pays attention to the UFO because they're looking at the corona thing. 
No, I think that you said before the UFO thing was a part of the plan that they had put in place. One of the things that they planned on using was UFOs yeah. to continue their the planned process, whatever yes. that process is. The split, right? Basically. Yeah. The orchestration of the split. I mean, so, I have a lot of thoughts around it, how they could possibly use it. Right. right. We, do talk, we did talk about that before. Yeah. The possibilities of how they might use their aerial threats to take out millions of people in different locations on the planet yeah. and blame it on UFOs. Right. Oh, yeah, the UFOs come on and then people pass away. Uh-huh. And all they have to do is just turn on the, the Gs, you know, the 5G, 6Gs. Or Are they on 6G now? I read a 6G something the other day. And like, I don't really? know, but the, there is something with the 5G and it is tuned to the frequency of the antenna that is your DNA. Right. And people's DNAs and RNAs and mRNA shots, they have been tweaked. They have. And those tweaks probably... I mean, it wouldn't take much imagination to figure out that that tuning and the activation frequency kind of like linked together. Because um, in order for 5G to work, it has to have phased arrays. Mm-hmm. Phased arrays meaning it doesn't have enough range unless there's multiple bands, multiple multiple antennas like um, joining right. together to yeah. push the band, push it out to mm-hmm. connect. Mm-hmm. So it's mostly short range stuff unless it's um, organized in a phased array. Phased array is what they have on the Aegis ship for their radar. Because uh-huh. I don't know if you noticed, but on top of the Aegis ship, there isn't one of those spinny radar things. Well, there might be little ones that spin up there. But they have all these panels on it. Oh, and the yeah, panels, the panels face all yeah. these different directions. They do. And so they phase those electronically instead of making it spin mechanically. Oh. So that's basically how the 5G stuff works, is like an Aegis. Mm-hmm. But because they're phased arrays, they can increase the power of them by amplifying the waves. When you stack two waves on top of each other, they're twice as strong. Okay. If you stack three of them on there, they're three times bigger, right? Okay. If you put them out of phase, they cancel each other out. Uh-huh. So basically they're steerable and they're um, amplifiable. Well, the fi- whole 5G technology was developed as a weapon. Yeah, maybe. That's all, no, no, that's all recorded. It's like... Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. No. When I say maybe, I said I haven't, re- I haven't, I haven't looked. You haven't at looked that. at that. Oh, okay. But I wouldn't doubt it. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a terrifically terrible technology to be using for the specified purpose. <laughs> like, let's have cell phones use it. Okay, let's put out ten million antennas yeah. just so that it'll work. Oh yeah, that's really efficient. Well, iPhone 12s are five G now, so they're booming out five G wherever you go. Yeah, and remember when we were looking at getting a new phone? Yeah, we were like, what? can you shut it off if you don't want yeah. it on? And they said, but, nope, nope no, I'm you sorry, can't. you can't. No. The user's not able but to shut that off. It actually sends out 5G because it's their hotspot and you can't turn it off. <laughs> you can't like, turn off the, hot, the 5G hotspot on your iPhone 12s. So, that should let you know something. If you have one, you probably don't want to mm-hmm. have one. I got a little bit suspicious for years now when the new routers that you get for your home for your Wi-Fi system started coming in as 5G 5G and 4G networks and I kept telling people switch your 5G off because it's not good (laughs) I'm highly sensitive and I would feel sick if there was a 5G on and um, people say oh no no that's not the same technology but actually it is 
because it's exactly the same thing it's only shorter range but more data boom it's the same thing and everybody has them in their rotors at home so that technology is everywhere but now the big antennas of course they're like huge amount of power and I'm I'm pretty sure that's what's making everybody sick plus remember the part of this uh, sick has to do with lack of oxygen right they can't breathe they lack can't get enough oxygen. oxygen low blood levels yes, yes. lack of and, oxygen uh, the way that your blood part your blood cells get through your body because the places that the blood cells got to go they need to go through places that are smaller than they are so they squeeze through they like mm-hmm. squish we were just leaning, learning this with Dr. Cohen they squish through but in order for them to squish through the capillaries mm-hmm. that are smaller than they are mm-hmm. the walls have to be the slippery and the slippery is structured water and structured water only stays structured if it isn't messed with electromagnetically if oh. you have EMF EMF basic poisoning mm-hmm. it messes up your structured water and makes it um, you know not structured anymore right right and that means your capillaries aren't very slippery that means your blood vessels your blood cells can't get through the capillaries and you um, you don't get don't get enough oxygen everywhere Uh. your perfusion they call it perfusion Uh. when you're checking your perfusion you take your fingernail and you go like this watch push on it you push on your fingernail and then you let go and then watch how quick it turns red it's like almost instant no mine took a while (laughs) see look See, it do it on mine. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Um, push a nail down. Yeah. It's pretty quick. Yeah, it's pretty quick, yeah. If it takes a long time, that means you have low blood pressure or your perfusion isn't right. That's one of the EMT tricks. You can check at your toe, you can check at your fingers, and that'll give you an estimation of blood pressure. If you got, like, your your fingers works, but your toes don't, then it's, like, not super low, but kind of low. Right, right. I can't remember oh, the really numbers funny. anymore, but that was one yeah. of the tricks that we were taught. Nice. So that's one of the mechanisms via which the 5Gs electromagnetically can interfere with your oxygen. That is literally easy enough to verify. And the uh, assumption that I, I have had, and I had it myself, was that these technologies were tested, you know? Oh. <laughs> that they were checked to make sure that they're... Li- okay they're not going to have a health problem in any way but it turned out in some time in 1970 they Mm -hmm. checked the emf at that frequency not 5g but basically emf Mm -hmm. and they tried to um, see how much power they could point at a cage full of rats until the rats started fidgeting and getting hot So whatever that level is, they want to make it less than that. Oh my god! So they're only checking whether or not it gets. It turns you. It actually, (laughs) if it's like turns into a microwave and makes you hot. Oh my god! That means it's too much. Wow. Nothing about any of the other stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. This is such a strange world. Yeah, it's very easy to go into the victim aggressor energy and get righteous as well when we're talking about this. We have to remind ourselves, okay, so we planned this pandemic, man, as a species. In order to allow ourselves to split by our own hands. Yes, exactly. So, the splitting part becomes obvious. Mm -hmm. Which which do you pick? The side with the drama on it? Because, you know, you learn from hard 
times. Hard times are a good teacher. And, you know, difficulties, uh, the crucible through which you turn into Superman or mm-hmm. Superwoman or you learn the best, best, best lessons. Or, you know, if you need to save people who are sick, they need to be sick in order to get sick. Got to have darkness, the light, dark stuff, you know. And if yeah. they want to get out of the wheel of karma and become self-realized and uh, whatever else that is, what does that have? That's the bodhisattva one. Oh, the bodhisattvas, yes. Yep. So until everyone does that, you're not done. So you need to have people who aren't done in order to continue this cycle. Yes. All of those are reasons for orchestrating a by-your-own-hand split process, right? Totally. Yes. Good. <laughs> so it's about that, it's not about the other. Right. It's so easy to fall into the victim aggressor cycle and get righteous. Okay, so not getting into righteousness, I would just like to know if you could just tell me this simple thing. Simple question. You ready? Okay. What have we orchestrated next? What so, have we orchestrated? We haven't finished with this orchestration yet, honey. Oh, I thought that we were getting ready to be done with our pandemic. No, 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 no. We asked, are you ready to let, for this pandemic to be over? Right, it said, wasn't that it, we didn't even consider that it was going to be over. Are you just ready for it to be over? That's the question. It's different. That's I like, never assumed that you thought that I meant it's about to be over. Oh, man. I was thinking it was over because, look, no. no mask at Walmart, no mask at Costco. <laughs> Everybody's got their shot. Who wants it? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I think nobody's sick anymore. Are there any? Is there any hospitals that are crying? Florida's open. Texas is open. Depends where you are in the world. It depends where you are in the world. All right. Some some countries are going through their another lockdown. I think it depends very much on the population too. I read that. I read that some of the places like the Mauritania, a few of these local smaller places, villages, you know, like our. Our tribe, mm-hmm. village, they had the most vaccinated individuals of a group, like on this island, for example, similar to in Nibay, we have something like 60-70% vaccinated with their first shot. Oh, even more, I think. Or maybe more, yeah. Even. And uh, 60 plus percent had their second shot already. Mm-hmm. And so they were the most heavily vaccinated population on the planet at this time. But they were also <laughs> the ones with the most covid Problems, patients in the hospital and things like that. Of course. Of course, but not of course. Right. So we don't have that in Niabe, though. Nobody's getting sick in Niabe? Well, there's people getting sick, but it's not like uh, Niabe is a hot spot for coronavirus cases. It it never was. No, it never was. Never was zero or one or two. I think there was the highest we had was six or seven positive test cases at one time. Right, right, yeah. And uh, nobody got sick from those positive got sick. tests. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's, let's just state that I personally don't think there is a virus. I agree with Dr. Cowan on this, that there was never a virus. There isn't a virus. It's something else completely. And I think it's the EMF stuff that's making people sick. Could be the proteins that they might be generating proteins that they puff out. 
proteins um, like uh, snake venoms and things like that when they want poison, certain areas to get sick. They're well, poisoning people. They're poisoning people for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's an environmental thing. There's definitely poisoning people. And the people who got injected are definitely being injected with a lot of poisons, nanobots, and all sorts of other technology. I so. thought that was so amazing that you mentioned the nanobots and the vaccinations before they even let everybody know there were actually nanos, <laughs> nanolipids in the vaccinations, and they're program for programming your operating system of your cell. Yeah. yeah. That was crazy. That was a good job. That's a Thank you. Good yeah. seeing, honey. Thank you. Sometimes I get it right. <laughs> you get it right most all the time. Mostly all the time. Yeah. So, well, the question was, are you ready for the pandemic part to be over? I was kind of yes and kind of no. Yes, I was like ready for things to return to normal. What Although is that's normal? that's an oft-used phrase that doesn't mean the same thing to everybody. No, it doesn't. I was, you know, it was like... I was ready for some of the pressure to drop. You know what I'm saying by that? But I acknowledge that if... And even if the pandemic part was over, that they have Act 2, Act 3, Act 4, and it could be frying pan to the fire situation. Oh, where yes. It ain't better. I like, I would prefer the uh, pandemic to what comes next, maybe, you know? I don't know. Can you help? I couldn't, because the pandemic is not going to be over, honey. Oh, I just right. said, are you ready for it to be over? I didn't say it was going to be over. Well, that's an important detail. <laughs> So we're going back to that again, I guess. So the pandemic thing's not going to be over. Fine. It's not, not going to be over, I think, probably three years three altogether. Altogether. So we're a year and a half in, so another year and a half. All right. Just on the pandemic part. But we also have the other fear mongering and the other types of actions and things that people will take to get themselves out of here. So, yeah, it's going to be... Lots of different things. Jeez, Bibi. Bibi fell down. No, oh, she bailed. She bailed. You've done driving, Bibi. She was driving. So there'll be a cumulative effect. We'll still have a pandemic and we'll have something else. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes. And maybe a few other things. A few other things. Yeah. And um, June, July, you think might be alien bits? You know, I don't know if it's June. I know there's something big. The way that I thought it was going to happen, it's like this year the UT thing is going to be introduced. Yep. But used big time, I thought it was going to be at the end of the year. But I, I'm not very good with linear time. So there's going to be the variant aspect of what they say is a virus. Yeah. brought in that is going to be probably called COVID-21 and they're going to grab a ton more people to be vaccinated and taken out basically with that. You think that might be the Yorkie variant? Remember? I thought Yorkie. it was a dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then they're going to use, once the, the bodies are ready, they're going to use this other technology to take them out and they're going to probably blame that on ET. So I, I thought the way it's going to be what was that's going to go is like, yeah, they're going to be introducing that ETs are real and they're dangerous. They're going to call it aerial threats. And um, they're going to make sure that they get as many people as well vaccinated as possible with booster shots or alternative shots and maybe even vitamin shots and all sorts of different shots 
if you, you if you're offered a shot I would say don't get it I can't give you medical advice but I will tell you there's no effing way that I'm getting any type of shot anytime in my life from now on <laughs> I don't care what they call it vitamins or boosters or whatever so I'm not gonna get them now you do what you want but <laughs> that's that's what I'm doing and um, and after that's done it felt like they will use the technology but it, by then everybody will be very aware and of this invisible, maybe possibly visible uh, threat, aerial threat, um, and as they have their ships, whatever, flying over cities, people are going to drop dead and they're going to blame it on the 80s. That's how it feels. I know it's maybe like they'll separate. even say that the variant was seeded by the ETs. Yeah, maybe, yeah. And they're using it, it could as a be. tool. I mean, that's I mean, total... They've got some pretty good narratives yeah. if you think about it. There's total sci-fi. Like, there's no way that. I know if this is going to happen or not. I have a feeling, just like I had a... Actually, the nanobots in the vaccine, it was annoying. This is just, like, speculative, trying to figure out how they're going to use all these equations and all these items, or how we are going to, as a species, to um, make this split happen. So, yeah, speculative. Uh, Take it or leave it. Explore it. Truth it. Yeah, when the aliens show up and you re- hear, hear about what they're doing, you know, you won't be jumping on a bandwagon saying, oh, yeah, I believe it. Mm-hmm. You'll be looking at, oh, this is what they're going to, that's how they're going to use it. I see. Oh, yeah. my goodness. But yeah. what about what about this part? Maybe there might be even a, uh, an anti-alien vax. <laughs> don't get that shot either. No, don't get that. <laughs> so, if you're picked in this split... Um, the light side, for example, mm-hmm. and some alien ships show up in the sky, and um, the news says they're actually they're somebody that they've been tracking for 50 years, 60 years since the yes. 1950s, and they haven't wanted to talk about them openly because they hadn't figured out how to um, whatever handle the threat, and uh, so they had a kind of a uh, a peace agreement with them so that they mostly kept everything on the down low and didn't terrify everyone but now that agreement is over and they're not willing to sign another agreement so you need to be cautious of these things we don't know how what they're about or what they do but it seems like they're uh, turning on coronavirus 21 or something so if you see them run a little bit like the thunderbird if you see the light <laughs> run what should you do um, gosh, that's a, so I many know that's variants. A pretty, that was a lot of things. Huh? Yeah, there's too many variants. So if you see those lights, do you need to be afraid of them? Well, again, too many variants. Because some of those lights are going to be human ships, and they're not going to be good. Not going to be good at all. So it would be similar to, like, if you see a, uh, a Cobra gunship standing there, floating... With its guns out, yeah. should you be afraid? Yeah, yeah, you probably shouldn't probably stand there should. anymore. Yeah. You better go. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. be wary of all lights, or right. how would you tell no, which lights are good and which are bad? How do you open a communication line with a exactly. light ET? Exactly. So, how do you as, go do that? As you move away from fear, your awareness will expand, and you will be able to have telepathic communication with our cousins from the from space or our ancestors from space. Um, ultra-dimensional ones too or even ultra-time 
linear of whatevers and, and be able to communicate with them directly so if you can't communicate with these ships directly I wouldn't trust them just be cautious if you can't communicate directly even yeah. if you've never communicated with a ship before right right you will be able to just be reasonably real. cautious I guess yes that's the UFOs with puppies type mm-hmm. thing yeah we had this conversation before huh? yeah but kittens and puppies should you be wearing a face mask if they come around so they don't <laughs> infect you with some COVID-21 Oh, yeah, definitely wear your face mask. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm serious here. Do we go no, close the doors? Close no, the, you're not serious. Close the doors and seal no, the windows? Not. You're not serious. Turn off all the lights so they don't see you? I mean, what, what, what do we do? Who, the humans? Yeah, if you see those lights and they won't communicate back with you and you know they're like the... Uh-oh, humans Human aboard. pretend ships yeah. doing their whatever. I would stay indoors. Basically, I would it's gonna go. be hard not to take video of them. Well, go, do it through the window. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Probably it won't be a long-lasting effect thing, or do you think they'll be dusting us like uh, crop dusters? I have no idea. Well, I mean, they have been dusting us for years now. They call chemtrails. They don't need a UFO to do that. No. <laughs> so if the UFO show up, and not many people care. They'll probably nice. be turning up the 5G, and it won't have nothing to do with those lights. The lights will just be. Air sh- a light show, right? Yeah. Oh, stop. There's something in the middle of the road. A car is breaking down. Lots of uh, trying to. No, he's hot rod. Hot rodding in the wrong place. It's like. The beans. Having a smoke show. Probably yeah. there's alcohol involved. I just so. a guess. Yeah. Oh my God! They can smell the tire burn. <laughs> I was wondering why there are so many I'm black gonna... marks there. Now I know why. Yeah. Jesus, we should have switched on. Oh, we did have it on. Yeah, our car is not very well sealed. No, our car has not got very good this, filters. This, this Chevy is no Mercedes. This Chevy is no Mercedes. <laughs> yeah, I was shocked when we bought it and they said, no, no, it's not insured. Uh, it's not guaranteed. No, as soon as you walk, you drive it off the, the, the shop. The it's space, yours. It's yours and you... If it breaks, it's your problem. We, we cannot guarantee it. Anything could break. And I had a Mercedes <laughs> before. They guaranteed their car for 10 years. Man, 10 oh, years. Well, or... A hundred thousand or seventy thousand miles or whatever, and you can then extend it. Well, <laughs> our truck. To be fair, see that fence. Our I'm truck. A fence. It's nice, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Our truck, to be fair, has not broken down except for when it told us it was going to break down. It told us. Yes. Said you should probably trade me in. I'm going to have a major break. Yes. He did. And we made a decision together, which was keep him. We're going to keep you and fix you. Mm-hmm. And at 100,000 miles exactly, the transmission broke. Mm-hmm. We brought it into the shop and he said, all of them break at 100,000 miles. Yep. And so there aren't any more. Yep. So how do we fix it? We call it the junkyard. Uh-huh. And they forgave us when it had 30,000 miles on it. Yep. For not very much money. Mm-hmm. And we put it in and now in about 6,000 miles, we better go change the fluid in it. Because he said, just come back every 40,000 miles will change the fluid and the filters yeah. and it'll last forever. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So we learned, didn't we? We, we did. learned. We learned. We did. Because once we get something, we become fairly attached to them. You forgot to put gas in. Yeah, we have gas at home. <laughs> we forgot to stop at the second gas station, huh? Yeah, but we do have gas at home in our cans. So we'll okay. Our- All right. That's good. 
So, are you ready for this pandemic to end? <laughs> Back to the original question, huh? I'm not saying it's gonna end because it ain't. But are Am you I ready, ready for, for it, it to end? end? No, I guess I'm not. Okay, can you tell me why you're not ready for it to end? Because before it, the split was a amorphous thing that could be happening or not happening, and it was voted on and changed. And it's this, and then that's that. And now it's happening. Mm -hmm. So I'm not ready for it to not be happening. I'm not ready to go back to the time where we have a mix of light, dark, and light, mm -hmm. or dark, light, dark, and light. I prefer to have the split done and over with. Yes, but I would prefer that the mechanisms for which brings it about aren't done until the split's done. How's that? Mm -hmm. That makes sense. And we can accelerate it by creating the structures that we were supposed to be creating for decades now and uh, grouping with individuals who are off-grid and of the economical system. I would recommend the freedom cells. I think that's very well-organized. But of course, use your discernment and street yeah, smarts. Yeah, because not all freedom cells are created equally. <laughs> no, and they're linked with agri-shop agri or agri trade i can't remember the name of the the uh, channels they're all on telegram but you can get it from the links from the this freedom cells right um anyways these other ones they you go in there you can offer services and store stores and everything is, people are advertising there like vax free mask free uh, services you know classes uh, products all sorts of things you can buy there off the grid so and that's what I meant by staying decentralizing is totally decentralized it's great so it's you can it's already there you don't even have to invent it it's already there just join those groups and, and empower create, them encourage them create um, structures together that support you yes so like when you say moving to off-grid stuff and all that other thing, it's like that's the way that you explore now while it's comfortable. I mean, you exactly. can go to the store tomorrow and buy some gas, and maybe in a year you still can, and maybe in a year gas is tough to get. Mm -hmm. I mean, people have already experienced the gas is tough to get on the east coast of the United States yep. for a week or two. And that was a simple little, we're going to turn a pipeline off <laughs> for a, a couple of days. <laughs> so... In that situation, if you were dependent on gas, 100%, you would be forced by the time, that experience, that now, to deal with it while everyone else is dealing with it. We were just listening to a nice podcast with Dungeon and Dragon Boy, and he was saying he would recommend that you um, accelerate your experience of this um, apocalyptic whatever thing you think <laughs> might be coming. Just do it now. Don't wait. While you don't yeah. have everybody else teamed up with you. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, pretend your electricity's off. What are you going to do? Exactly. Pretend your gas doesn't work anymore. What are you going to do? Yeah. Pretend your um, water well, it doesn't pump no water because there's no electricity coming. Whatever. What do you do? Yes. So you basically rehearse these things. And if, not saying it does, if you have an interruption in the area that you're in, it doesn't affect you. And you exactly. have plenty of time to handle it. Mm -hmm. But if you wait until you have to, you're going to go to go get the thing you need to fix it. And guess what? There are 100 people in front of you. Exactly. Don't want to do that. Not if you don't have to. Right. 
So that was pretty good advice. It's like you don't gotta wait for it. Pretend it is now. Yeah, and even if you never have to use it, actually, it's a good thing for you to decentralize your your power intake. Yeah, it's just better. Well, part of the thing of it is is sim- the simple bit. The simple bit of how do I get water? Oh, I dig a well. So I'm going to do dig a well, and we have like 10,000 light workers digging wells, and they say, hey, guess what? You can do this to dig a well and get the water out. It's so easy, and we share with each other. Yes. <laughs> and the same with electricity. We have 10,000 or 100,000 light workers that are working on how do I get a free electricity that doesn't hook up to a wire? Well, exactly. I do this, I do this, and I look at this, and I look at this. Oh my gosh, I just had a revelation. I'm going to share it with everybody. Exactly. The mere act of doing it activates that. Yes, it does. And then it becomes everyone's. Mm -hmm. That's how light light people work together, right? Yep. All right, cool. I'm excited. This is kind of exciting, (laughs) right? It is very exciting, yes. All right. I think I'm pretty complete with this question. How about you? Yeah, very good. Yeah, me too. What do you think, BB? (laughs) (laughs) Give a kiss. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.